This is episode 179 of the Fearless Launching Show. And today we're kicking off a brand new feature on the show featuring real behind the scenes launch stories, what worked, what didn't, and so much more. I think you're going to love this. First up today is my guest, Josh Stanton of Screw the 9 to 5. Josh is spilling the beans about one of their most successful launches to date, and you are not going to want to miss this. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done for you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, I am so excited today. Can you hear it in my voice? Okay, I'm going to try to calm down now. But today we are starting this new feature on the podcast where I really just wanted to start talking more about what works in specifics. And I got to do a little shout out to someone who who kind of like put the spark in me on this and made me realize that I'd been really wanting to do this feature, but somehow hadn't dared to do it for some real weird reason, which is really odd. This is the Fearless Launching Show. You get me. Anyways, Tara Gentili, I love it. And I love that you've got this podcast. I believe it's called What Works. But today we are starting this series and this ongoing feature. We won't be doing these interviews every single week, but I'm making a commitment to you to bring on some inspiring entrepreneurs at different stages in their business and really show you that behind the scenes look into how launches are actually working. So today, Josh Stanton is our guest on the podcast. He's the co-founder of Screw the 9 to 5. Him and his wife, Jill, they they have their little slice of the internet where they help entrepreneurs build more attention to their brands, make more money in their business, and get more out of their life through simple strategies, how-tos, and also they've got a love for the behind-the-scenes glimpses into the realities of building a business online. Now, he's got a serious love for travel, an unhealthy obsession with pugs, which we did not talk about when we were when we were having our conversation, but now I know, and has been known to indulge in a rugby binge-watching session or two. I love it. Um, I think you're going to really love Josh's down-to-earth kind of approach to, to everything and really when he shares with you what worked with their one of their best launches to date, you are gonna you're gonna love it because it's it's doable no matter what stage of business you're at now and whatever size your audience is now. So let's just get into it. Shush, shush, Ham. Let's go. Okay. See you inside. All right, Josh Stanton, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm really excited to chat to you about all things like online business, launches, everything. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is like just this is like fun <laughs> for me. Yeah. This is going to be great. 
I am so excited for you to be here. And I, you know, I have watched the Screw the 9 to 5 brand. I've watched you guys do your things. I've been kind of like, I think we have a lot of very, um, what do I want to say? We have some of the same friends even, but mm. we've never spoken before today. I think we know a lot of the same same people. I think that happens though in this world. Um, yeah. Run a lot in the same circles. Um, but today I thought, you know, it would be fun. And I know that like you, like we just were talking about off that you don't do a ton of live launches right now, but I do know that you've got, got some really amazing launch nuggets to share from a recent success, really successful launch. And I also think that reflecting on how you got there, where you're at now, I think all that's going to be really exciting for people to hear. Oh yeah, this is this is gonna be fun. I'm gonna share it all as well. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna give you guys everything you need to hear. Yeah. So, um, first of all, you know, like I said, I love talking about launches. I think you do too. That's a given. We're here. This is awesome. But I first, before we get into anything, I would just love for you to tell us about you and your business for people who are you know maybe meeting you and learning about you for the first time. Mm-hmm. So screw the nine to five is is our brand screw the nine to five dot com. It's it's basically our place where we bring new entrepreneurs or existing entrepreneurs and just give them the kind of advice that they need to build more of a, a lifestyle business as opposed to um, you know as opposed to like the people who are looking to kind of get into business to become martyrs and they just forget about everything else in their lives mm. uh, just to make as much money as they can. We care more about about three things we, we love to focus on. So the first is business. And we, we talk about like how to create a kind of business that suits your lifestyle. Uh, then secondly, we talk about your health too. And this is like a big area that I think what happens is a lot of entrepreneurs will get, will, will go so deep into business that they forget about their health. And then all of a sudden, five years go by and they wake up and they look in the mirror and they're like, man, I haven't worked out in like five years, I'm eating terribly. I've completely forgot about my health because all I do is focus on my business. And so that's one of the other areas. Then the other area we love to focus on is actually lifestyle too. So it's like family, relationships, um, even like your personal finance, all the different aspects of your lifestyle. So those are the three areas that we love to cover on Screw the 9 to 5. And you know, today we're talking about online business. And online business is such a, a great way of developing that kind of lifestyle um, uh, that you want that kind of balanced lifestyle that we really appreciate. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, you know what? I didn't know that the health part, the health piece, I perked right up when you started talking about that, because that is definitely, um, I feel like that's something that I definitely have struggled with. And now I'm, I'm back in the, on the right side of the, the pendulum swing <laughs> and hopefully, you know, keeping myself a little bit more balanced. Cause it is definitely really easy to go off the rails and, uh, there's just way too many stories of people who launch their businesses or doing these launches all the time and really, I mean, quite quite honestly, put themselves in the hospital because mm. of, you know, how they're they're running their business and they're not really even paying attention to themselves as a human being who yeah. needs to be doing other it's- things. So it's kind of it's kind of a bit of an epidemic these days, isn't mm-hmm. it? There's people just really focusing is. so much on their business and forgetting about everything else that's important in life. And I'm not saying business isn't important. Business is important because that's like that's how you express yourself in this world. Yeah. Uh, but if you're not taking care of your health, then you're not really taking care of your business at the same time. And so you can't impact uh, as many people as what you want. Absolutely. And it becomes really just an obsession at that point. The business isn't really your pursuit or as much as it is this obsessive kind of 
thing that you're kind of chasing. And you, I just, I, yeah. oh, wow. I'm, I'm hearing stuff now. <laughs> um, hey, but we'll have to deal with it, right? We both have uh, little ones I know. around. I know. So I'm, that's a deal. I'm expecting, I'm expecting some screams pretty soon. So yeah. I'll, I'll uh, keep you posted on that. <laughs> so let me ask you, what what's your background that kind of led you into doing your, like, how did you even know? that you wanted to do this to begin with, like to have this mm. online business? Mm. It's such a, it's such a long story. Um, it's an interesting story. So when I was, uh, 19 years old, I was studying, uh, engineering at university and I pretty much finished school and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And this is, if you're listening in right now and you can resonate with this, like, like, please like, let me know, get in touch with me. Cause this is, this was me end of school, no idea what I want to do. I'll listen. If someone tells me what to, what to do, I'll just go and do it. And, um, my brother mentioned to me that I should go and become an engineer because you get, you can have a really good job and a really good career as an engineer. And I was like, okay, I'll go study that. Not thinking that I'm actually really terrible at math and science, which are like the two areas you have to be good at to be an engineer. So I was studying engineering, pretty much flunking. And I was traveling two hours each way to university every single day. So four hours commute to get to university. And I remember coming home one day and I was just exhausted. You know, I was just so tired. I was doing so terribly. I just didn't know what to do in, in my life right at, at that point. I was only 19 years old. And my dad, I come upstairs and my dad was sitting down watching AFL, which is it's like <laughs> our version of the NFL basically <laughs> in Australia. And so he turns to me, I was walking towards my room, my head down. He says, Josh, are you okay? And, and I turned to him and I said, no, nah, I'm pretty tired. He's like, why are you so tired? I'm like, well, I'm just exhausted. I'm just commuting every day and I'm, I'm hating engineering and blah, blah, blah. And he said to me, and I'll never forget this. This is literally the spark uh, that, that lit the flame was he said to me that I, I didn't have to do that, that I could do whatever I wanted to do mm. in my life. And it was the first time anyone had ever given me permission to say no to something. Uh, even though I had no idea what I was going to do after that, he gave me the permission at that point in time to say no. And that was a really amazing thing. Um, my father actually died the next year. And so that was mm -hmm. like one of those moments that I'll just cherish for the rest of my life that he actually gave me that opportunity to, to try something new. So I, love that. I quit university. <laughs> I, I quit university. I was so happy. But then I realized, wait a minute, how am I going to make money to survive? <laughs> so I started looking around and, and I thought that maybe business was a good opportunity. And a friend of mine was start, had an online business at that time. He was just, he had a lot of sites and he was making money from like Google AdSense and whatever. This is a long time ago, by the way. Uh, so he said to me that he had a colleague, a friend of his who was looking for an intern and this colleague ran an SEO company. And so I applied for that internship and I got that internship and I worked there for 18 months. That was literally my start. That was how I got my start in the world of online business. Wow. That's, that's actually amazing. I love that though. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think that we all have those moments where we were, we were reminded, okay, yeah, I do have a choice here. And, but even if you didn't know exactly where you were going to go, you knew that you at least now had the choice. You didn't have to say yes just because someone suggested something to you. So I think that was yeah. great that you discovered that early on. And it's such a great lesson that you got, you know, passed yeah. to you from your dad. Yeah, I was so lucky. And and like I, I take that very seriously too. You know, that's with Screw the 9 to 5, that's essentially what we're doing for a lot of people is we're giving them the permission to say no to like yeah. the, the current lifestyle they have. 
Yep. We, that's all we're really we're saying. Like, look, you have a choice here. We want to know that you have that choice, even if no one has told you before in your life that you have a choice. We want to be the ones who who do that for you. So yeah, you, we're and we're going to remind you right. every day about it. We're every gonna, day, yeah, every day, all day, <laughs> exactly. So I I, yeah. I love that um, because I think that it there are so few people who are you know in our online kind of space who are like. Um, yeah, here's your strategies. That's great. Those are all the things you're going to have to do. But guess what? You're not going to be able to, you have to balance that with this. I, I feel like I, I really love that piece that you've pulled in um, mm. to what you're doing. Yeah. So, you. Um, you know, before we dive into the details of, you know, one of your most successful launches, I do want to talk um, just a little briefly about some of the earlier time, the earlier things that you've launched, the, how your business looks now, how it looked then in terms of like what products you sell, how you were promoting them. Um, I know that that's probably like a really could be a really long conversation based on, mm. you know, yours and both of our interests here. But really briefly, how did you start offering products? I mean, we're, so, how were you first launching? It's really interesting. Screw the nine to five never started as a business, and and this is one thing we we I have to be honest about. We we started as like uh, as kind of like a, a side thing that we wanted to just do. So at that time, we were actually Jill and I were running a business together, and we had thirty different sites in like many different industries, and we were basically really really good at getting traffic and then referring traffic. So hmm. we had like a, a multi five figure business at that time, and that was pretty much running our lives. And at that time, we were living overseas. We wanted to kind of spend a few years being digital nomads. So we lived over in Thailand for two years. And we wanted to create Screw the 9 to 5 as a bit of, a, a bit of an outlet for us to talk about this kind of lifestyle, the lifestyle of, of like the digital nomad and blah, blah, blah. So we started that site up right before we went to Thailand. And then over the course of about six months, we started getting a lot of people following us, a lot of email subscribers, a lot of social followers, blah, blah, blah. And I remember turning to Jill one day and saying like, hey, maybe this can be a business. Like maybe we should create a course uh, based around because we have a lot of knowledge in online business. We, we have a successful online business ourselves. What if we create a course um, around like one type of marketing strategy that we've used to, to get results? And so we did that. We, we didn't ask anyone on our list. We just went ahead and created a course around how to take advantage of guest blogging. <laughs> and because that was a really, yeah. a really powerful marketing strategy that we use. So we created this course. We spent about three months doing it and we paid someone like five grand to put it together for us. And then we launched it to absolute crickets and it just didn't work. No one bought it and it was just a complete flop. And I'm not saying that um, to be like, okay, you know, this is going to happen to everyone, but that's, that's what happened to us. And from that, we learned a lot of lessons though. And I think that's the kind of crucial thing for anyone listening in is if you don't have the kind of launch that reaches your expectations that you want, the first thing you need to do is look for the opportunity and you find that in the lessons that you learn from that. And so the lessons we learned was, hell, we need to ask people what they want before we go ahead and create something. <laughs> that was the <laughs> biggest lesson ever. Uh, so as soon as we learned that lesson, we never made that mistake again. Um, and then after that, we did a few more launches in different products based upon asking people what they wanted. Those incrementally got more and more successful. And then that sort of led up to probably the most successful launch that we did. And now we're purely evergreen. We don't, we don't do a lot of like one-off launches. We do mostly evergreen uh, sales. 
but the most successful launch was a Facebook ads course. And I don't know, do you want me to talk about that and like why yeah, it was successful? Yeah, I mean, one thing I do want to say first, though, was that the the point about asking people what they want and really understanding that, I think that that's one of those things that people think is going to, they want to like kind of skip over that. And I think it's a mm. really, because it does take a little bit of work to dig in and kind of figure out what that's... people want, what people are struggling with, really just get to know the people who you can really best bring something, you know, bring something into their lives. And I think that that's, if you can do that piece, that like, that is the piece that everything, like when I, whenever I talk to some of my students in like this, uh, we have like a little communication lab thing that we're doing. And we always talk about like, that's the stuff that gives you all of your kind of marketing kind of collateral for the entire launch. Um, if you're mm-hmm. not speaking to people in a, and in their language and you're not even offering something that they've really even expressed they want, you can't expect to get like the results maybe that you think that you're going to get. You can't just – I mean you can try things out, but you can't expect it if you keep doing it without even – I mean, I I just feel like this is that one thing, if people would just ask people what they want and actually really dig into that. Yeah. And I really (laughs) loved how you said, like, dig into it because you can ask people and they Mm -hmm. might, like, send you something back, but that's not what they're truly going to bring out their credit cards for. Mm -hmm. So, like, I recommend, this is what we did. We were kind of like, okay, maybe what we should do is just get on the phone with a bunch of people. And so Mm -hmm. we sent an email out to to our list and the subject line was, can we call you? And literally that. it was just a one sentence thing it was like, um, we want to talk to a bunch of people, reply back if you want to, if you want to have a chat with us. And we had like 50 people respond like straight away. And so we did about 20 to 30 calls and that was a, a really great thing. We learned so much from doing that. Love that. And that really, like, I think as, as you're going through the story of this launch, I would love it if you would, if there's anything that kind of came up during that launch that you're like, man, I'm glad we learned that on that call about mm-hmm. what we're launching here. I think that people just need to hear more how that's not just an extra that you do when you're first launching something or when you're launch- relaunching something. I think that that connection has to kind of, the digging process doesn't end. It doesn't end. <laughs> it keeps evolving. Yeah. It really does. Um, yeah, so, so this launch we did was a Facebook ads course and the course was called addicted and we actually, um, teamed up with our Facebook ads person to kind of put this together. And the reason why it worked was, I I think was because of all the previous sort of launches that we did. It was all the previous work that we've done that led up to that. So that was a big, that was a major factor for sure. And I want to be totally upfront and honest about that. Like if we didn't have um, a, a close affinity with a, a pretty strong audience, then I don't, I don't think it would have gone as well. It still would have gone well, but not as well. Um, so we had a, a really strong Facebook group at that time and we were kind of talking to pe- people all the time. And it was really clear that at that time people wanted more information on Facebook ads. And so we said, okay, we're going to create a Facebook ads course. And we didn't just stop there. What we did is we continued to keep talking to people in that group about what the, about what the course is going to be about. Um, we, we asked them questions. We had an email um, for anyone who opted in for the pre-launch list that went out and said, hey, send us back your ideas. We want to add them into this course. And so we were kind of talking to people back and forth, back and forth, back and mm. forth. So and this was going on for a good two months while we were creating the course. So we were building up a ton of interest 
uh, in that time. And we were nonstop, always like posting in the Facebook group, sending emails back and forth, talking to people. And so one of the other things that we did is when we got clear on the actual course lessons and the modules, we put together kind of like a almost just like a pamphlet, I guess, of like what the course is about pretty much. And it was just a PDF. And we sent that out um, to our pre-launch list. And we also gave people access to it in the Facebook group. So that way people got to go through and see exactly what was included in the course. Looking back, one of the things we should have done was actually for some of the lessons, which were suggested by some of our members and our audience, we should have put their names in there, like suggested by blah, blah, blah. That would have been really good. But anyway, we, this pamphlet went out, um, you know, a good month before we actually launched the course and we just kept talking about, kept talking about it. So by the time we got to launch day, everyone was so ready for it. <laughs> you know, yeah. this was like a good, they're two, like, finish that course already. <laughs> I know they were just like, take my money. People were literally saying like, take my money. I want you to take my money right now. And then it launched and, and it did extremely well. So just the numbers on it, um, the, we set like a really small ad budget on this. We were like, um, I don't know how well it's going to go. We were super, I think we were too scared or something. I don't know. But we set an ad budget of like $3,000 and we went over that budget by like $400. So we spent $3,400 to make $115,000 uh, on that. On Which that is product. amazing. So, and I think I think most people, if you, if you know you're going to be launching in, I don't know, say three months, four months, you can start, you can, you can suck 3000 away. You know, maybe Uh, I don't I don't. And that's actually a pretty that's a real that's actually a pretty small ad budget. So that's amazing. (laughs) And and of course, it's it's also perfect. It's I I, I actually love that. It's actually kind of part of the launch story for this specific product, because then it's almost like, look, we're using Facebook ads, obviously the right way if we're not like busting the bank over here. I know. I, yeah, I didn't think about that, actually. People it's actually this like meta thinking. kind of thing. Yeah, it's super meta. <laughs> <laughs> totally right. Yeah, it was um, it was interesting, though, because like we got a ton of really good feedback on the product as well. And um, we decided not to relaunch that course because um, we kind of like split up with our Facebook ads person. And but looking back, like it would have been fun to sort of do a couple more relaunches. I think that product itself, we could have definitely pushed up towards seven figures if we really stuck with it. So but it's it really did. It it really mattered with the pre-launch. It was a it was all pre-launch because once the actual launch week happened, everything was all scheduled in, you know, like but it was all the work we did beforehand, it was like the two months of lead up and like getting people mm-hmm. interested in the product and talking bringing to them, them on board. Yeah. yeah bringing them in on the journey, them. all that. So yeah, good. that's, that's key. That is so good. So what did you do once the doors open? Like what, what do you, did you do most of your kind of launch activity inside the group? No, we didn't actually. Uh, so we posted, um, we did have a pin post in the group. We did have that, mm-hmm. but we did, uh, I think we did a launch day webinar. This is, um, two years ago now. So yeah. we did a launch day webinar and then we just had, we just had emails go out. Honestly, it was just a series of emails. The actual launch week, I wouldn't say we were that good. You know, I, I see other people who really like crush the launch week <laughs> I and I don't think we did. Yeah, I don't think we did that well. Like we didn't send that many emails out, but it didn't really matter because I think people were just people actually 
it was quite funny before we even sent the email out, we're already getting sales because we accidentally pushed the, the sales page live, um, like a few hours early and then just all these sales started coming in. We're like, um, I think we should send an email out right now, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And it's always so funny. I, I, I've been on launches before. We're like, well, that's not a bad problem to have. It's okay. They test the sales process for us. This is good. Um, that's, that's amazing. So from, from there though, now, first of all, I got to just tell you that I love the name of that course. And I I don't know if there's, if you have something like that training inside, you know, your membership, but Mm -hmm. I just love that name of that course. That's a good one. Yeah. Love it. We do. Yeah. So that actually (laughs) is inside of screw you now, uh, that addicted course. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, so Okay, so you closed. So when did you then start moving over to like Evergreen? That's what I'm curious about. It was it was when we decided to focus on building a membership site. Um, so our membership site is Screw You, not like Screw You, but yes. like you as in the letter <laughs> University. Um, <laughs> university. There you go. <laughs> so we we wanted to. I don't know. We just wanted to like really connect with people in a memberships type setting. We just had that feeling. We talked to a bunch of people and we realized we could have gone down this this launch path if we wanted to. And, and not that there's anything wrong with that. I just don't think it fit our personalities as well. Yeah. Um, so what, what did fit our personalities was building community. That's what Jill and I are really good at doing. Yeah. And a membership model seems to fit a community building model really well. Uh, so that was when we launched Screw You. And then it's just been like an evergreen process of just continuously selling it. And and to be honest with you, uh, it's fit it's fit everything that we wanted in a business. It's, it's worked out to be the kind of business that we wanted pretty much because putting ourselves under like a ton of pressure isn't really like the thing that we love doing. It's not, in my opinion, it kind of goes against a bit of a lifestyle business when you're under pressure for like three months to make sure that like, your launch goes well and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the more of the evergreen process of selling a membership too, with that recurring revenue seemed to fit a lifestyle kind of business more than, more than the launch strategy. Yeah. I mean, it definitely seems that you really just finally like acknowledge, embrace your, your strengths, building the community. And you're like, well, why that's work. That's actually aligned with how we want to have our life. This now we've got to like get our actual offerings in in line with that. And I feel like that it just makes complete sense why you would go to the membership kind of model. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now you talked about the the different launches, kind of like different things that you did leading up to Addicted. Um, now, do you <laughs> feel like it was like a gradual kind of kind of move or did you feel like one second things were going OK and then things were like, woo? Like how, how did you feel? What do you feel like I'm thinking about just like, like how do, how do you handle that? If it was Mm kind of just not, nothing is ever overnight, first of all, but Mm -hmm. did you feel like you, you had to kind of adjust internally somehow Mm -hmm. to like the success of that? Do you know what I mean? Big time. Oh my gosh. Big time. Big time. So just so you know, um, that business screw the under five went from, um, a, a total revenue of $90,000 in one year to $480,000 the next year. Yeah. So it was like a, mm-hmm. it was like a big jump, right? Because it was For kind sure. of like, Oh, okay. I think we've figured a bunch of stuff out here. Um, but, but that brought up its own challenges, which was like, 
it's like, damn, I think we're reaching capacity. We need to start hiring people. Uh, mm. We need to start knowing how to manage these people, running a team. There's so many other things that sort of come into play. Um, and we're only really getting to that point sort of now of really knowing how to develop a team and run a team. I and see, I see Jill like showing off her books on, right. on the Instagram feed. I'm like, oh, she's reading. They're, they're getting to that point. I could, I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that. Um, yeah. when you start it's, hiring, it's a whole new thing. You know, you're supporting other people and their families and their lives as well, which is amazing. Um, yeah. it's an amazing feeling. And just, just knowing, like, uh, like, just under, trying to understand that, okay, these are real people, but they're also resources for the business as well. Yeah. And so how do we get more out of our people that's yeah. actually going to impact our business? Because when you first, uh, this is what happened to us. I don't know if it happened to you or anyone else, but when we first started hiring people, we hired them just to try and save our time. That's why we hired them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we didn't hire them in order to help us grow the business. That pressure was on us. And that's a huge mistake. You need to hire people who are going to either keep revenue or going to add revenue onto your business. Yeah. And, you know, something that I've just seen over the years, just hiring myself and for other other people's teams as well, is that when you can find those people that really take ownership, then they do want to help you grow mm-hmm. the business. Um, it's no, it's no, I, I can imagine at that point you're like, yeah, well, we can't just hire a VA now. This is, we've gone beyond yeah. that. Like it might be someone who is called a virtual assistant, but they've got to have a little bit more than that uh, to bring to the yeah. table. So that's, that's amazing. Um, I wanted to ask you, like when you think, when, when, when people come to you, cause I, I know that you know, you've got a lot of t- different types of business owners. Do they generally come to you when they're first starting or kind of in the middle of like their journey? Or do they, is it all across, is it all ab- across the board kind of in terms of like where people are? Uh, it's definitely all across the board for sure. We do get like new people come in, but I would say the majority of people are, they've already started their business, but they're struggling to get attention. That's usually Mm. quite a big issue, especially for online businesses compared to offline. Because if you start a brick and mortar business and you drop a store in a mall, you instantly get get foot traffic, right? But when you start an online business, (laughs) it's like you have this idea and you're like, you think it's going to do well and then you start your website and then no one, no one comes to your website and you're like, what's going on? Like I've started a business. Isn't Isn't this meant to work? And so our job that we kind of love to focus on is just helping people get that attention because we know if we can if we can help other people get more attention they're going to impact more people and and the more people we can we can help do that the better that's great that's great okay so if you were going to give just to kind of wrap up this I mean, we're, I feel like I'm, I'm showing a lot of restraint today, just, you know, Josh, because I usually would like, want to like talk and for hours <laughs> about this topic <laughs> of launching and kind of like that whole evolution. But I really wanted to, this to be like, and kind of like an, kind of like the conversation in a sense that you've had with, with your dad and saying, you know what, you, you have a permission to, to say no, but like, also you're, I feel like by having this conversation, we're giving people that permission to say, look, you can ramp up, just start here. And I guess I would like to know where you would tell people to start if they're, if they've had, you know, one or two kind of not so great launches. Um, where would you tell them to start knowing that it's all about, you know, you're helping people get attention and getting to know your audience, like in that realm, what would you tell people? 
Mm, it's, it's quite interesting. I would say if you already have some people on your list, I would say really connect individually with those people, with a number of those people. So do what we did. We sent a, 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 an email just saying, can we call you? And we got on the phone with 20 people, yeah. 20 or 30 people. And we talked to them. We just got to know them and found out what their problems were, but also like where they're kind of at in their lives too. That was really important for us because now we know, we sort of knew when we started creating content after that, we knew who we were talking to. Mm-hmm. And then the the big thing is is consistency. And I see this is a huge problem for a lot of people is that with an online business, you start creating content. Let's say you start a podcast and you put it out there and and everyone has expectations that you're going to go from, you know, zero to a hundred straight away. And the truth is that it takes a long time to become established online. Yep. So I would say just remain consistent even through those times where you feel like nothing is happening. And that, that's what we did. You know, there were times where we would, you know, put a podcast out and we would check lips in and there'd be like, I don't know, like 50 people, down 50 downloads or something like that and we're like um should we still be doing this because <laughs> it's not i don't think it's working yeah um but then we, we talked to a lot of people and they said no you just got to keep doing it for a while and it'll keep and it'll start picking up and and that's exactly what happened yeah i think definitely persistence and really tenacity just really holding on to like mm-hmm. whatever that vision is that you have and and just kind of keep showing up and and honestly sometimes i feel like that in itself is a thing that sets people apart and allows people to get to that level of success that they may or to some level of success that they want to achieve is being there the people who stick around so true it's so (laughs) true and and like i mean diamonds are formed under pressure so that's right if you're feeling under pressure right now just know that what's it's actually doing something something is happening to you right now and you're changing you're adapting you're evolving good things are only going to come I love it. Well, Josh, tell me what you guys have, what you guys, what are you guys up to right now? What can I, what can I, Mm. how can, what can we share with people so that people can check you out more and maybe you've got, I don't know, something, something happening that you want, want to share with us. We do have something happening and this kind of flows really well with the concept of our focus is to try and get people more attention. That's one thing. What's one area we really want to help people with. And so we're launching a course pretty soon. It's probably going to be launched by the time this episode goes live. It's called the 90 day traffic program. And the goal is to help you triple your website traffic within 90 days or less. And so we've got a free workshop going on with that at screwthenine5.com forward slash workshop. And we're going to be running that workshop every single week. Um, so you can come in, check it out, and, and sort of use our process um, that, we, that we have, that we've used for Screw the 9 to 5 to develop traffic and, and, and grow attention around our brand. Oh, that's exciting. I don't think anybody can say that they don't need more traffic. Everyone needs everyone, more traffic. <laughs> every, everyone can use that. Everyone can can get something out of that. So I love it. Um, well, Josh, thanks for hopping on the phone with me today. And I I would love to talk to you again soon. See how this see how this goes. I'll be signing up for it as well because I know I always love to come to um, good trainings. And I I really loved hearing about everything that you got you and Jill are doing. And I was actually kind of hoping to hear the little, the little one (laughs) making some noises, (laughs) but I'm sure you're probably like, no, it was good. I kept my focus. Um, (laughs) so, so yeah, so it was really great, great meeting you and, and great chatting with you today. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. I've really appreciated it. Okay. Take care. 
Okay, that was so much fun. Thank you again for listening to this episode. And right now, head over to ansamorelove.com forward slash 179. Leave a comment for Josh. Check out all the links that I'm sharing from today's episode. And also one more really important thing. I want to hear from you. I want to hear about your successful launches. What made them successful? Because guess what, guys? When you're launching and you can really identify what's working, what's not working, you grow. And and that's what I'm here to do is help you grow, help you identify those things that really make a difference in your launches. And so you can leave all the rest to the side. All right. Have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your week. And I will speak to you soon. Take care.